0: Hi guys, welcome back to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. I'm here with Sarah Huron. Hello, hello. Travis Cronin. Hello. Gwen Flamberg.
1: Well, hello.
0: And I'm your host, Brody Brown. We're here once again to serve you all the hottest news of the week from our sticky, sunshine-filled shelter in place locations. This week, we've got pregnancy announcements, engagement announcements, splits we saw coming, splits we only saw coming because Us Weekly told you about them first. Former vice presidential candidate divorces, ugly British court battles, exes who can't let go, shocking and concerning presidential runs, people who are bitter, others who are quitters, actresses saying they're scared of Tom Cruise, Halle Berry making a mistake but then making a difference, very sad coronavirus news, and so much more. But before we kick it all off, we need to set intentions as we do every week for celebrities, things we want them to start doing. Stop doing, baby girl. Sarah Huron, who's your intention for this week?
2: I have several mini intentions pegged to TikTok that I'm just going to run through. Oh First of all, I don't know if you heard that the U.S. is considering banning TikTok because of security concerns. No. And while I think that is worrisome, I don't want to live in a world without TikTok. Nobody wants to live in a world without TikTok, Sarah. It's
3: how I work out.
2: (laughs) So we need to figure that out. Keep TikTok going because... The drama that TikTok has been giving me this week is the only reason I'm living right now.
0: <laughs> okay, that's a very Judy Dench dr- dramatic moment. Okay. But okay,
2: <laughs> right. Well, you have Charlie D'Amelio, the most followed person on TikTok, sixteen year old. Her ex boyfriend, Little Hetty, kissing. Josh Richards' ex-girlfriend, Nessa, and they're all yelling at each other on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram, and the Slay House showed up at the Hype House to confront little Huddy, and it's just so dramatic, and Addison Rae is missing, and people think she's pregnant, but her ex, Bryce Hall, is denying that. And you might be confused, and that's okay, but all you need to know is TikTok is the place to be if you're looking for an escape in your life. And I just need these kids to keep giving me the drama So I can keep updating the web that I've created for usmagazine.com of the TikTok
0: guide Mm -hmm. to drama. This sounds like a very messy and cheaply produced video game. Uh, Travis,
3: (laughs) who is your intention for? My intention are for Gwyneth Paltrow's breasts um she just in quarantine she bought a 450 piece jiggly puzzle titled boobs that was designed by a brooklyn-based freelance illustrator she bought that for her son just to sort of pass the time and it's all different boobs and you you know put them together it's just a big thing of boobs and i want her to make an own one for her anatomy i think it would be a great goop gift vibe for a gwyneth paltrow boob or a gwyneth paltrow vagina jigsaw puzzle
1: It could come
3: as a gift with
1: purchase with the smell of my orgasm candle.
3: Oh, that'd be great. It's
1: just
0: smart money. (laughs) Wait, I must have been asleep because I know she had the vagina candle, but she had the smell of my Mm -hmm. orgasm candle too? Yes, it's new. Dropped last week. Do we know what it smells like?
1: It smells like her orgasm, Brody.
0: Thank you. I'm sorry. I didn't take it as literally as I should. Gwen, who's your intention for this week?
1: My intention is for Brad Pitt, Brody, because I hear that he's been spending a lot of time with Angelina Jolie. And here's the thing. You know what? Those two together, it's crazy love. They are better when they spend time apart. And also, I think that Brad should be spending more time with me.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. a very selfless intention. I, I admire that. Uh, my oh, intention is for Madonna. I saw the Instagram she posted this week where she was topless, leaning on a on crutch. A crutch Brody, did
1: you see that on usmagazine.com stylish?
0: You know I did, Gwen. But I want her to be maybe less focused on the social media and more focused on delivering some music to us in quarantine or something just other than these very unexpected social media posts. I, I don't know. I like that see, she's I always like a provocateur.
3: Oh, you did? I was like, what is this picture? I want to be horrified and confused and a little bit titillated by Madonna's social media. (laughs) Well, then she's certainly delivering what you're requesting. Now let's bang through some news. Morgan Stewart
0: and Jordan McGraw, that's Dr. Phil's son, they are engaged after less than a year of dating. Sarah, I feel like this story would resonate with you. Your, Your thoughts once you read the news?
2: I'm actually really happy for Morgan. I really like her. I did watch The Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. On E, and I follow her on Instagram, and I think she's pretty cool. And they dated like 10 years ago, broke up, and then she married that guy, Brandon. And I never mm. really saw it between them. So I'm happy. I love a couple reunited after years apart. And I really love the $10 million home that Dr. Phil and his wife bought for these two lovebirds to live in. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: that is quite the gift. Now, Travis, I thought this story would resonate with you. Remy Ma pregnant again her second baby with papoose 18 months after she welcomed their daughter Reminis. i love a little irish twins moment for remy and papoose
4: <laughs> I, don't think that's te- I,
0: I, I don't think that's te- technically irish twins i think you have to be under a year but i do i do like oh, kids okay. close together and a win any joy for remy ma is joy that i experience as well <laughs> amen Josh Brolin and his wife, Katherine Boyd, also announced that she is pregnant. They're expecting their second child together due this December. In couples news, Chris Evans, Lily, James, whoa, this is the second outing we've seen of them. Not something I was expecting, or any of you. Well,
1: here's I'm the here thing. I'm here for it. Oh, yeah, I am too. But remember when we thought that Chris Evans should date Ana de Armas?
0: Yes, I remember that painfully and it was it was an intention and a wish for him that went totally wrong because Anna ended up with Ben and now Chris is with Lily James.
1: Well, I do love Lily James. I think she's very
2: adorable and her waist is very tiny, as one can see in the <laughs> movie Cinderella. <laughs> and I mean she's just iconic in Mamma Mia too. So Absolutely. I'm here for it. And he seems like a really good guy. And I think he deserves love. So I'm shipping it. Why not?
0: Ugh, thanks I for the stand reminder for you,
2: those two did i say that right sarah
0: you should you did you ship you did. them you ship, you ship their relationship okay. i forget you, can you guys stand there. them individually yes ah
2: interesting okay and that's a vocabulary know- lesson courtesy of sarah <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cocker. i didn't know this would be an extension of your um mama mia two apologist uh tours but whatever uh oh, forever. In- Split news, Casey Musgraves and Rustin Kelly have decided to divorce. They said, with heavy but hopeful hearts, we want to put our own thoughts into the air about what's happening. These kind of announcements are always met with scrutiny and speculation. We want to stop that before it even starts. Well, uh, okay, kids, Uh, the speculation was when you deleted a lot of pictures of each other on social media and only left that one from New Year's Eve, so we were speculating about it then. They didn't address it. She left a wedding highlight up. Anyhow, it's done for the two of them. And they're they're moving forward. We saw this coming a long time ago. We we did see it coming, so Yeah, you don't bring
2: shocked. Gigi Hadid as your date to several award shows if you're happily married.
0: And only about three years for these two. Mm. Alas. Can't wait for the breakup album.
2: I know. Her yes. new music's gonna be good.
0: That will be the silver lining coming to this. Well, Us Weekly reported at the end of June that Christina Ricci was granted an emergency protective order against her husband, James, here, here, again. That was an exclusive story from us. And then days later, Christina filed for a divorce from James and said she was seeking sole custody of her son.
3: Wait, uh, she filed a was... restraining order and his last name is here again? Like, you better not she, come she, here again because she of she restraining did not,
0: order. She got an emergency protective order, not quite a restraining order. So you, you she better said. not show up here again. Don't come around here no more. I I like the word play. We had reported they were dating in 2012. We broke the news exclusively in February 2013 that they were engaged and they got married in New York City in 2013. But this is definitely a far cry from their marital vows. Also getting divorced, Sarah Palin, Todd Palin. They've split. They were granted their divorce in March of this year. Todd had filed for divorce last year. Sarah at the time said it wasn't technically over, over between them and that it was devastating the way she found out the news that Todd had filed for divorce. But no, it's done for them. I know you're personally devastated by this, Gwen. I am.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: am. You know what? Every time we talk about the Palins, I'm reminded of that crazy, remember that crazy drunken brawl their family got in, into in yes, November 2014. What police were called. Thanksgiving? It was it was not quite Thanksgiving, I don't think it was when Bristol no, it was September. It was a weekend fight and Bristol and Willow were drunk and some of their boyfriends and Todd and Sarah had pulled up and someone had insulted Willow and Bristol fell on the ground and yeah. people attacked a bunch of guys jumped track. It was like really bloody and drunken and Alaskan. And
3: very Palin? this was right after his Playgirl magazine shoot, if I remember, like, right, that he had oh, done Playgirl. Like Levi, Johnson and yeah. and Levi Johnson and Levi
0: Johnson
2: had Playgirl. Yeah. Uh, I haven't well, thought about the Palin since Bristol's one year on Teen Mom OG.
0: <laughs> oh, that was so short-lived.
2: Mm-hmm. I interviewed they her for that. Robbed. She was actually very nice. I believe it.
0: You know what I can't believe? The fact that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, it's getting uglier and messier between these two. Travis, you saw the news that they are in court because of a libel case Johnny has against the son, where basically the son called him a wife-beater. What stood out to you from this insane back and forth? I mean, these two, they split years ago, and the battle between them has been drawn out, and it's really one of the... Most messed up he said, she says I've ever seen between celebrities. It
4: absolutely
3: is. Well, it all like goes back to 1993 when he split from Winona Ryder. And The Sun reported that their first fight was Amber laughing at his wino forever tattoo. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, so it all started sort of with Winona and then he slapped her more than once and she didn't react. She just eyeballed you, and then you slapped her again, was reported by the son's lawyer. And then Depp called it untrue, insisting that it's not correct, and it didn't happen. And then he said, I don't recall an argument about any of my tattoos. And it's just, it's it's madness. Like, they say that he beat her for laughing at him, and then he said he did every drug known to man because of it. I mean, it's just one of the messiest stories we've had all year. Oh, I mean, there's a statement in there from Ellen Barkin
0: saying he threw a wine bottle. He said she was holding a grudge. Yep. Johnny said that Amber was using coke. She denied that. He said that she is a calculating, yeah. diagnosed borderline personality. It's uh, he said he lost part of her finger. He said she shot in their bed or one of their <laughs> friends did. Then they went into yep. details she about.
3: I mean, and then it's of course just like, he said, "Let's drown her before we burn her," and then I'm going to blank her corpse afterwards to make sure he's get dead. Johnny Depp allegedly wrote,
0: and and both of them are each saying like the other person is not telling the truth and denying the claims. It's really, really oh. hideous. And his lawsuit isn't against her; it's against the no, son. But yeah, she will be there, and we'll probably testify, and we will see what other. High profile names beyond Ellen Barkin will submit statements or testify
3: on either of their yeah, behalf. And go to usmagazine.com if you want to read the 14 incidents of violence by Depp between 2013 and
0: 2016. my God. Wow. Sarah Huron, why can't Julian Huff just let go of Brooks Lake? What, what is going on there? And why? what is she doing that prompted one commenter to write on her comment, leave him alone already?
2: You know, we thought her dyeing her hair brown was going to be enough for Jules to get her emotions out. (laughs) But instead, she's taking a Khloe Kardashian route and posting those cryptic quotes about being depressed, but then also sharing bizarre memes about how she's posting said cryptic quotes. And she's all (laughs) up in Brooks' Instagram comments, commenting on every single thing he's doing, complimenting his hair, responding to his posts in wherever the hell – Brooks is, and people are telling her to leave a Brooks alone. She's so up and down. Yeah. She's very up
0: and down. Well, we had previously reported that she's in Hawaii, and, and our source had said she won't answer anyone's calls or texts, including her closest friends. And then lo and behold, Julianne shared a meme that said, "When I don't answer messages, but I'm sharing memes," and shared another one and joking about having an emotional breakdown. I'm like, if you're trying to do conscious coupling you need to call Gwyneth because
3: this is not how it works. <laughs> no, it is not, and she—we've seen her breakdowns before. Kinergy, I took her class for reporting things, and she had a couple of, like mini breakdowns in there. She loves like a good cleansing emotional breakdown. I don't I know if it's a breakdown or like- a breakthrough, but yes,
2: sure. Yeah. Um, I feel like I don't know what. Julianne Huff is looking for but I don't know if she's gonna find it like I think maybe this is all speculation that she thinks like the grass is greener and she's looking for something but I really feel like she was actually happy with Brooks yeah and now is like going back and doesn't know what to do and that she can't let go and I don't I don't know
3: Yeah, she doesn't seem to be satisfied. But, you know, everyone grieves differently. Maybe this is a transformative moment for Julianne. Who knows?
0: Whatever it is, it doesn't seem to be really endearing the public. But maybe she is finding her own clarity. And hopefully Brooks is finding his too. Speaking of clarity, I'm going to need some very intense clarification because what the hell is going on now that Kanye West has announced his presidential run? he wrote I mean, a tweet too late. I mean, on for the July weekend, he wrote, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision and building our future. I'm running for president of the United States. Hashtag
3: 2020 vision.
1: But he okay. hasn't filed any of the paperwork necessary to actually be a candidate Brody.
3: And he's already I mean, missed the primaries for like three
0: important states. Uh, uh, it's, It's beyond concerning. A source exclusively told us Kanye has been planning this for years. Kim has known about his aspirations, has been supportive. He's passionate about arts and education, wants to support in any way he can. Now, Elon Musk said that Kanye (laughs) has his support. And as Gwen noted, he's missed several deadlines to register as a candidate and get on state election ballots. And as we know, they're just four months until the 2020 presidential election. But a source also told us, you know, he believes in supporting big business tax breaks and opportunities for minorities and black people he believes in massive education reform he gave a four-hour described as rambling interview with forbes where he said he's running under the birthday party
2: <laughs> do you know why because,
0: yes sarah because when we win it's everybody's birthday <laughs>
2: that sounds like a great song lyric peeps for uh, everybody summer.
0: It could stay as a song lyric and not be a campaign slogan. He has this vice presidential candidate who will be a preacher from Wyoming, who we've never heard of. And he said in this interview, he doesn't support Trump anymore. He's never voted in his life. He revealed he was sick with COVID in February, but he's suspicious of a COVID-19 vaccine. Um, he wants to base his White House organizational model on the secret country of Wakanda from Black Panther. <laughs> You know, it's not a bad idea. I did love that movie. He said planned paranoids have been placed inside cities by white supremacists to do the devil's work. And don't worry, he has no foreign policy plan because he's focused on protecting America first. And he doesn't have a tax policy either. But he does want to clean up the chemicals in our deodorant and toothpaste that affect our ability to be of service to God.
2: (laughs) Yeah, basically all his answers were something about God. God is going to save us somehow through Kanye there, He's going to come through and fix all of our problems. And he said his campaign slogan was, yes, in capital letters. Not yeah, not yay, yes.
0: Yeah, you, you know, I don't really ever agree with Megan McCain, but she did tweet this. There is no woman on planet Earth, celebrity or private, who could behave as unhinged and erratic as Kanye has the past few years and be taken seriously as a presidential candidate. Women are punished for raising our voices on TV, let alone saying things like slavery was a choice, which I forgot about that quote at first and I tried to block it out because it was so asinine. Mm -hmm. But yes, he did say that at one point. Paris Hilton responded by tweeting Paris for president, which honestly (laughs) at this point I would support instead of him.
1: Well, maybe if Paris Hilton was president, we could go to Paris.
0: Oh, that, that, that would that would be helpful. Open up uh, Europe to America, uh, even though we are teaming with people who have coronavirus. But Christina Garibaldi from our team talked to Tyson Beckford this week about his new cologne, Orion Sky. And of course,
4: this came up. Let's listen.
3: Speaking of politics, I got to ask him, asking everybody, what do you think of Kanye
0: announcing that he's going to run for president?
4: See, this is where I always get into trouble because I, I speak the truth. I don't know what's going on, but he's really... Getting himself and a, 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 a pot of tea that's not ready for him. Mm-hmm. you know I'd say, you know, I try to never speak bad. I've seen, I've seen him and his, his lady do some positive things. and I kind of wish they would just stay on that, that vibe. Yeah. Running a country is not an easy thing. I mean, it's time that we don't pick people because they're popular. I think we need to start picking people because they're educated. It's something that they they do for a living. It's like if you get on a plane, there's no pilot, and then one of the customers say, "Okay, I'm gonna get up and fly. Are you gonna are you gonna deboard the plane, or are you gonna stay on the plane and take this flight? I, I'm not getting on. I'm not getting on in the plane no. with a pilot who doesn't know it, or someone who's not a pilot. That's just crazy, you know. Yeah. And it's like the same thing with with the scientists and and this virus. Are you gonna listen to the scientists? People who went to school and and got an education for this? Or are you just going to listen to some Joe Blow who who has no idea and, you know, who's a car mechanic?
0: Oh, Tyson, telling it like it is. But it sounds like he wouldn't support Paris Hilton for president either, which is disappointing. Oh, and guys, guess who's back on again, maybe? Please tell me it's not true. But we did see Scott Disick and Sophia Ritchie out celebrating the 4th of July together, spending the holiday at the beach. They went to lunch at Nobu in Malibu, which I think you really only go there when you know you're going to be seen. And they went to a friend's party. What were your thoughts? Concern? Excitement? Sheer? Unadulterated joy?
1: I mean, I really liked when she wore the talentless t shirt the I always love those little Easter
2: eggs when celebrities do that. I'm a firm Courtney and Scott shipper, so I don't love this, but I'm also not surprised by it.
3: Well, surprisingly, Sarah, you're full of ship again, but I just like that he's found his child bride again, and I hope these two make it. Well, a source
0: exclusively tells us there's always been a chance that Scott and Sophia could rekindle their relationship, and Scott knows is good for him, but her friends and family aren't sure if he is also good for for her, Chrissy Teigen has got quite the clapback this week. Did you guys see how messed up that troll was who came for her? Yeah, yeah. She was talking about her skincare regimen, and someone said, "Does she have cancer or has she lost fifty pounds?" And she wrote back, "What
3: would you prefer?" Really
0: unnecessary. It was so gross. And then the troll was like arguing about her body and her bone structure. And then she said, "Why do you think I owe you anything, especially after what you've said? You know, you don't actually know me in real life, right?" Thank God. Now it's. One thing to be said that when people are giving these trolls sort of air to breathe and some platform, but this was completely out of line and Chrissy handled it the way only Chrissy really can.
1: And by the way, if you want to know what's in her skincare routine, <laughs> which is about a $1,200 skincare routine, but in it is an $8 drugstore product, go to usmagazine.com slash stylish.
0: I will grab Gwen, those, those Dr. Gross Alpha Beta Peel Pads, I've used them before and I love them. They're amazing. Mm-hmm, are, are, they the are they the eight dollar? Are they the eight dollar drugstore product? I assume no.
1: No, they're not. No, they're not. <laughs> I don't want to give it away, Brody, because I want people to go read the full
0: <laughs> article. I appreciate that. Hey guys, you know what it's time for? It's, it's time for celebrity oh. birthday boxing mania. <laughs> That's right. Where we get into the ring and we put. The imaginary gloves on celebrities celebrating their birthdays this week and pit them against each other. Okay, Gwen, first round. Yes. Angelica Houston turns 69 on July 8th versus Little Kim, who turns 46 on July 11th.
1: I mean, this would be a very, very tough fight because mm-hmm. Little Kim is smart and cool and scrappy. But first of all, Angelica Houston, then age 69 is just magical. And you know, she's Angelica Houston. She's played Cruella DeVille. She was with Jack Nicholson for a jillion years. I think that she would, you know, just one punch and Kim would fall over. <laughs> Angelica takes them. Good
0: play. Good Travis, play. you've got a... Triple fight. Jessica Simpson turns 40 on July 10th. Sofia Vergara turns 48 on July 10th and Lisa Rinna turns 57 on July 11th.
3: Who wins? Oh my god, Brody, you know what you're doing to me. This is too hard. Well, first of all, wait, who was the second one? Rinna. Sofia Vergara. Oh, Sophia yeah. Well, so she- yeah, Sophia just punches Jessica Simpson immediately, and she's out. And then it's down to Rinna and Sophia. And after a long, bloody battle, extensions on the ground, possible silicone lips popped, I think I'm going to have to give it to Miss Sophia Vergara. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, I love
3: that. Sarah, it's...
0: Sophia Bush, who turns 38 on July 8th, versus Mila Ventimiglia, who turns 43 on July 8th. I thought those were two both in your wheelhouse. You had other capabilities. Yeah.
2: Honestly, I love both of them very much. So that was a good I call. Brooke Davis from One Tree <laughs> Hill and Jess from Gilmore Girls. But I'm going to have to give it to my girl, Sophia Bush. I think she can oh. take anyone out.
0: And Travis, it's a, it's a three-person yeah. fight between 69-year-old Angelica Houston, 48-year-old Sophia yeah. Vergara and-
3: and <laughs> <laughs> Angelica Houston 69 years old she takes the top and the bottom she's doing it all types of ways she wins thank you <laughs> I
2: appreciate
3: that uh, did you guys read that
0: interview with Tandi Newton where she said she was scared of Tom Cruise sure did yes she opened up about working with Tom Cruise on Mission Impossible 2. She said, I was so scared of Tom. He was a very dominant individual. He tries super hard to be a nice person, but the pressure. He takes on a lot. I think he has this sense that only he can do everything as best as it can be done. She also talked about Scientology, and she said that he was talking about it and very generous opening up about it, but he would give gifts like around Christmas Like a book about like the greatest hits of Scientology, which you found to be unengaging. I'm sort of shocked about the idea, the concept of him being scary. At um, you know five foot seven, but what did you guys think when you read
3: this? He's so intimidating. Just with his, he's such a great actor because he gives it all. But I think it would be really intimidating on set because we know how high octane and intense Mr. Tom Cruise can be. We did see. I agree. I'd be
2: scared of him
0: too. Yeah. Okay, fine. Sarah, are you, are you healing from the heartbreak you must have experienced when you saw Brian Austin Green igniting some beef with Courtney Stodden, who at one point we thought they were going to be together, but lo and behold, that is not the case.
2: Honestly, I'm really happy to hear this because I didn't like that Brian Ostergree was hanging out with Courtney Stodden and they clearly had a little rebound romance situation in a hot tub and he called her out. and was like, she posted an old video because I was spotted with someone else and that's not cool. And I was like, you tell them David Silver because this other woman, I can't remember her name, is more age appropriate.
0: Uh, uh, wow, Sarah. Her name is Tina Louise and now he's been out sp- spotted out with her yet another time. But when he said, I just think... Courtney's making some bad choices. I was like, ew, burn.
3: Yeah, but when isn't Courtney making bad choices? That's <gasps> her brand. Ew, burn. I, you don't, know. I, don't, I don't say that I dislike it.
0: <laughs> okay, you celebrate, it, but you question. It. Yeah. Speaking of someone we can now celebrate after questioning her, Halle Berry has dropped out of the running to play a transgender man in an upcoming movie. She made the announcement three days after coming under fire for misgendering the character and saying she was possibly going to take on the role of a transgender man and apologizing for that. This, Hmm. I thought, was a good learning lesson because she said she's grateful for the guidance and she's grateful for learning. She said she vows to be an ally, and it reminded me very much of the way Scarlett Johansson initially reacted a couple years ago when she was called out for playing a trans character in rub and tug dropped out after she had pointed people to other actors who had taken on trans roles in the past when we were perhaps a little less critical and supportive of the trans community as we should be.
2: You would just think these people would have teams that would tell them what roles to take and what roles not to take before it got to this point where they needed to release statements about their other statements one
0: would think, but it's definitely a learning process for a lot of people. And it's great that Hallie seemed to get it very quickly. Guys, we haven't really done a dedicated coronavirus section in a moment, which we'll get to. But first, Travis, can you tell us what happened on this day in pop culture history?
3: Uh, I can. Well, I'm going to take it in 1983, the year that Sarah Heron was born, I heard. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Irene Cara had a number one hit with Flashdance What a Feeling <laughs> Love that What a
1: Feeling
3: Yes it went number one today in 1983 and then this is a little for Sarah as well um, in 2011 Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphries were in a spinoff and a new reality show on E! dependent on the power that he had when he was signing as a free agent but sadly this reality <laughs> show did not get to come into existence because of a sad little divorce Oh. and then you know in the same stage same year, 2011, William and Kate made their way over to the BAFTAs, which were in LA. And at the Black Tie Affair, they were with Nicole Kidman and Tom Hanks and Blake Lively and J-Lo. Kate was wearing a lilac Alexander McQueen gown. And William was like actually talking. And he said that, you know, when American and British creative talents get together, magic happens. He was MVP of the polo match. It was just a lovely, lovely, simpler time, Brody.
0: True Hollywood royalty. And now yeah. we need to segue into a very bleak coronavirus update. Nick Cordero, after oh. a long, oh. three-month-long battle with coronavirus, has died. He died, passed away on July 5th. His wife, Amanda Kluch shared the news. And this, this was really incredibly sad. He was a Broadway star. He had been at first misdiagnosed with pneumonia. And then his wife, Amanda, had generously taken people along the journey, asking for prayers as his condition deteriorated, but as he went through a number of processes and fought to recover, his right leg was amputated due to blood flow issues, his lungs were really badly damaged, and then he eventually passed away. This, this was really tough to see, um, a reminder that we are very much in the grips of the pandemic and, and that he really had touched so many people um, in the Hollywood community.
1: I thought it was truly heartbreaking, Brody, and I I loved following Amanda's daily updates. She's a true warrior, and I am sending all of my thoughts and prayers her way.
2: Beautifully said, Gwen. Agreed.
0: Someone who rebounded from coronavirus and recently shared that she and her daughter had battled it was Ramona Singer. Sarah, as the... Longtime Housewives watcher, you must have been surprised that she kept that under wraps after we had seen her and thought we were fully sharing along in her quarantine journey with Mario and Avery in Florida.
2: Well, she said they tested positive for the antibodies. So I don't know if Ramona really had like a tumultuous coronavirus journey because we did watch her work out and cook and live her best life in Florida for three months, only to come back to the city and party all over the Hamptons to piss off both Leah and Dorinda. (laughs) So it should be interesting when the Real Houses of New York have their reunion and they talk about this and they, instead of fighting about what they were fighting about six months ago when they were filming, all start fighting about coronavirus. Well, they're and also fighting about well.
3: Ramona right now. They're all sort of hating on Ramona right now. So I think this Ramona hate train is gonna be in full effect at the reunion.
2: Yeah, she's gonna it's gonna I mean every reunion ends up being a Ramona hate train, yeah. but I think this is gonna be a big one because yeah. they're all tweeting about her currently, and like you said on the show, they're all fighting her too. So and you know, she at least she has Avery on her side. Maybe she should bring Avery to the reunion because Avery crashing her at-home confessional. was the Oh, highlight my God. But that wasn't on her side.
3: She's like, you always talk about it, Elise. It's, like, disheartening or concerning or something. She was pretty much calling her a mean girl that's trying to ruin Elise's life just for fun because she doesn't have a private jet.
2: Yeah, it was something else. I don't know. Ramona needs to stay home and wear a mask. <laughs>
0: Hey, did everyone see that after getting her real estate license, Kendra Wilkinson, that's right, Kendra from The Girls Next Door, is now working for the agency, as in Mauricio Umansky from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, married to Kyle Richards' company, the agency? Interesting. Mm. I did
2: see that, and I believe she might be campaigning for a spot on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, or perhaps an ah. agency-themed spinoff selling Sunset vibe. Oh.
0: Mm. Uh, I mean, can you even imagine Kendra selling you a house? No. No, neither can I. Maybe in oh. the Valley. No,
2: Kendra.
0: I'm loving I'm loving all of the little side hustles that have come out of quarantine that have been revealed out of quarantine. I had no idea Chris Pratt had like such an intense farm up in Washington State. I had no idea Sophia Bush was like raising chickens. I mean, I don't know if she's making money there, but I, I had no idea that Kendra was like so into now selling real estate. So I've asked all my co hosts to come up with commercials to help these celebrities side, sell their side hustles. That's right. We're going to listen to these little jingles that hopefully we're going to be getting some serious celebrity checks from too. But let's, let's hear them first. Gwen, who's your commercial for?
1: So my commercial is for a little bit of an imaginary side hustle. Oh, okay. I'm not saying that Justin Thoreau doesn't have a pet adoption business, mm. but I think he should. You know, he's got Kuma. She's like his best friend slash girlfriend. You know, he goes on like dinner dates with her the way that Arnold Schwarzenegger has Whiskey and Lulu in his house for meals and stuff like that. And he is very vocal about adopting, not shopping for pets. And, you know, famously raised some pets with his ex-wife, Jennifer Aniston. And, you know, I just, I think he should have a pet adoption business.
0: Okay, let's hear a commercial, Gwen
1: adopt don't shop at kuma's house we've got pit bulls and puppies and all the doodles that you desire and much like kuma they're not just dogs they're cool dogs the kinds of pet for spouses that may split but they'll still share the ashes so come on down to kuma's house today
0: Oh my God, Gwen. Oh my God. Oh my God. That was really, 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 really good. Gwen. Totally inspired. Sean, our producer, great job on the editing. Sarah, who's your commercial for? Who are you helping out?
2: Well, Brody, I'm so happy you asked because convicted felon Felicity Huffman called and she told me that she's bringing back What the Flicka, and
3: I'm here to help. (laughs) <laughs> let's do your commercial sarah <laughs> what
2: the flicka here we go again felicity huffman is out of jail what the flicka the relaunch is live lynette scavo back on her parenting site yes yeah, she paid for sat scores but now she's back for more trading tips and doing skits what the flicka is now here to stay. Lori Laughlin, please sign up today.
3: Oh, 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 my, God. God. oh my God. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Oh, my You're God. There,
2: I loved Mama it. Nia. I
3: loved it. Here we go well, again.
0: Before we get to Travis's commercial, have, I'll, I'll give you guys mine. I wanted to do one because I was like so fascinated by Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger-Pratt's um, ranch, the water yeah. ranch. Yeah, I didn't know that they had this like farm. I was like, what? What? Were you? So I was gonna help them out with a little commercial for them. Oh, Chris Pratt, he had a farm. E I E I. What's that? You didn't know Chris and the refreshingly book smart daughter of the Terminator had a farm in the San Juan Islands off Washington State. Well, now you do. You may have wanted Chris to crack your eggs once you saw him with his shirt off in Guardians of the Galaxy, but now you can actually buy his eggs. That's right, because there are over 60 chickens here. Check out the chicks. Who's the dad to Clementine Cupid, Alice Coopworth, and countless other sheep? Rex Dangerfleet, what a rad studly ram. There are so many other sheep with cool names, you'll barely believe it. Got any Porks and Rec fans in your fam? Before Chris brings home the bacon for his next Jurassic Park movie, come visit our oinkers. We've got more than 30. Check out our new calf bogo. Lay your head down where Rob Lowe could have slept. Use a towel Amy Poehler might have dried her body with. So come on down. Cause at Stillwater Ranch, we've got it all. Yeehaw!
2: Wow, forks and rec. love it. Fantastic.
3: <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Really, really, Thank really you. fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Now, Whoa. Travis, who, what celebrity did you help out? Who did you write a commercial for? Well, I, this was a dream assignment, really a passion project, Brody, that I got to reinstate the now defunct item of Sonia Morgan's Toaster Oven. Oh,
0: yes, please give it to us, Travis. Let's hear your
3: commercial. Hi, it's Travis Cronin, here to tell you about the hottest, easiest, and cheapest date around. It's Sonia Morgan's Toaster Oven. Do you ever get home at 2 a.m. still carrying your expensive doggy bag of filet mignon you took home from the restaurant, but you've been to two after-parties in a gay karaoke bar so it's sorta of soggy and has vodka cranberry spilled all <laughs> over it, but of course you still wanna eat that almost questionable meat? Sonia and I get it. So we created the perfect toaster oven to heat up, and reinvigorate those leftovers that you made some rich guy pay for. This toaster is designed to return your food to restaurant quality, to all your wilted leftovers, and has different heating functions, like I'm drunk and I need it now, or I took an Adderall and haven't eaten all day express mode. There's also, of course, glitter and mixed cocktail removing setting, and of course, fancy pants mode. This is available on SoniaMorgan.com slash Sonia Morgan underscore Sonia does toasters slash Sonia Morgan fashions and is only $49.99. And to all the haters saying that this is an Amazon toaster spray painted white, you are all so wrong. It's for sure not the 1999 toaster that Sonia's six interns spent hours using colored pencils and metallic rev tape to spell out her name over the original label. Anyway, for all you tipsy girls and gays out there, go out and grab Sonia Morgan's Toaster Oven and check out her website for the most scrumptious recipes that are for sure not Betty Crocker with the amounts changed. <laughs> Bye soon. I hear she's having some issues <laughs> with the hot so buy them while they're legal. Oh, God. oh my God. Oh, my God. How many of did you take before that one? That oh, one!
4: Oh, my
0: God. Oh, my God. Well, those are fantastic. Thank you all for putting in the work. And as a reward for you, as our final challenge this week, we're going to play 25 Things You Don't Know About Me. Play? What do you mean? That's where I pull an issue out of the archives, and you three try to guess who it is. Listeners, you can play along. Try to guess who we did this 25 Things You Don't Know About Me list with. From a March 2011 issue. Are you all ready? Ready. Yes. Yeah. Number one, before I made films, I had a lemonade stand in Southern California. Number Tori two. Falling.
1: Falling.
0: No. Number two, when... Jose Ebert is out of town. i love to cut my hair and anyone else's. Number three, I'm mad for Law and Order and I've seen every single episode. My children and Mariska Hargitay, the dazzling actress, played together as kids. Number four...
1: Jacqueline Smith.
0: No. Number four, I converted to Judaism in blank. Can't tell you. My, my Jewish name is Aliciaba Rachel. Number six, my first... Person, no, my... My first, my first horse was named Betty. Number seven, I didn't go on a date until I was sixteen. Number eight, my legs are too short. Number nine, the film I'm proudest of is We Have to Skip. Number ten, I never faced the day without perfume. Number eleven, I dreamed of designing perfume twenty-five years before I did it. Number
1: twelve, Miss Taylor. Yes! You got it! You got it! That's because. Obviously, Elizabeth Taylor's white diamonds. White diamonds. It's not Jose Eber Brody. It's Jose Eber, yeah. <laughs> and he famously cut Elizabeth Taylor's hair, and also Jacqueline Smith, and many
0: others. Damn it! I knew you'd <laughs> get one. it, Gwen. I ha- I should have left his name out because I was like, ah, oh, couldn't. She converted to Judaism in 1959. I couldn't reveal that. Yeah. I- Who's afraid I of Virginia no Woolf?
2: We had her for 25 points. Yes, Pretty amazing. We did. That's not maybe we got the name. Snap. Wow. Snap.
0: Great, great job, Quinn, and great job, the three of you. And that's it for today. Thank you all for joining our Hot Hollywood podcast this week. We hope that you join us again next week because we hope you are enjoying your time with us and maybe even learning something from it because we try to deliver the hottest, most relevant news to you each week. Please share, like, subscribe, tell a friend about this weekly news podcast, and please tell us. Find us on social media. And let us know your thoughts, what you want to hear more of, maybe who you want to hear from. Otherwise, we hope you join us next week again on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. So long and farewell until next week.